Hello listeners and welcome to The Snippet, the hair podcast where you can learn everything you need to know to get the hair you've always wanted. Join your hosts, Sarah and Ashley from Bar Care in Brisbane as we navigate the world of hair. This is The Snippet. Hello everyone and welcome back to The Snippet. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. And today we're going to be talking about dandruff shampoos. Yes. What is it? Why do we use it? All the things. All the things. Well, let's firstly talk about what is dandruff. Would you be able to tell us? So dandruff is basically a fungal infection on your scalp. Um, It's incredibly common. In fact, most people have this fungus growing on you all the time, but for some people they get an overabundance of it and it causes um, sort of thick flakes, I guess. Yeah. Um, On your scalp, it causes itchiness, um, that sort of thing. The but. It is not to be mistaken with dry scalp. Mm. Well, I firstly didn't realize how dan- like dandruff was quite common. I didn't realize that the is it the fungal yeah. that grows on everyone basically. Yes. How strange! But yes, the difference between well, I think a lot of people come in with a f- dry scalp. Yes. Um, and how would you best describe a dry scalp? Like, so dry scalp is like. It's sort of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like um, what we look at on the dandruff ads, you know, those, like, white flakes on you, that's That's actually not dandruff. That's dry scalp. For sure. And so, because dandruff shampoos are aimed at fungal infections, um, using a dandruff shampoo on dry scalp actually won't make it better it'll like just the conti- condition will be, continue yeah. yeah so what it'll do is it'll kind of like clear the flakes from your scalp you think it's good and then eventually you're going to have to go back in and do something about it because it just doesn't ever seem to go away and that's because it's it's dry scalp and yeah dandruff um we have talked about this in our episode that was about skincare for your hair and to deal with dry scalp you're better off using something like the alpha energy or like like a moisturizing shampoo something like that that's going to help you get some moisture back into your scalp things like you know hot tools dry weather you know that sort of thing is going to give you same as your body you get that dry skin you're going to get that on your scalp and that's where you get the white flakes if you've got dandruff, it's more like thick, sticky. Yeah, it can smell. It's a bit smelly sometimes. It can be more, it's more oily. Yes. Often. Um, they call it saboric dandruff sometimes, um, which is like, because the sebum, which is the oil produced by your like hair follicles, um, they become like kind of blocked and then you get this lovely kind of thick thing on your thing like cradle cap is more like dandruff so that kind of vibe is more what dandruff is as opposed to dry scalp which everyone thinks is so embarrassing but actually most people have dry scalp it's really common and in fact dandruff itself is actually not as common as you think i did find out that when i went to college actually to like learning to be a hairdresser that like even though it is common it's not as common as dry scalp Exactly. But um, when people, you know, they do have dandruff, what, like, let's talk about the shampoos. Like, people have dandruff. What should they be using, Sarah? Well, um, it's interesting you say that because most salons don't actually have a lot of dandruff shampoo options. We have two. 
which are really nice. And what they mostly do is they have an antifungal ingredient. Most of the professional ones will use one called zinc perithian, I think it's called. And it is an antifungal ingredient, but it's very gentle. It's probably the most gentle of all of them. So you can, and they can also fill those shampoos with other really great ingredients, other actives that are going to help your scalp to be in really good condition. So, you know, if you've got really bad dandruff, that's something that you can use. But zinc perithian is the most common one. It's also the one that's in like, like Pantene dandruff shampoos, like like head and shoulders, that sort of thing. That's their main ingredient. And I think, again, it's very gentle. There's not a lot of side effects from it. So most people can tolerate it. So it's a really good first step. You'll have more active ingredients that are going to do more other things along with that with your salon-based ones, which is why they're really good. But, you know, that's the main ingredient for those ones. Yeah, so does Kevin Murphy have a dandruff? The scalp spa. Oh, yeah, because that's only relatively new. Yeah, and it sort of covers the scalp spa. It's really interesting because it kind of covers a few more things apart from just being specifically dandruff-related. Yeah, it doesn't say dandruff. No, so it's actually really good for dry scalp and for people who have, like, sensitivities. So it's probably not as effective for actual dandruff. But it's really effective for the people that have dry scalps. And so they've got a really great range now because, of course, we say dandruff, but actually that's the problem yeah. that most people have. So that one's really awesome if you have scalp issues, scalp sensitivities, itchiness. But if you have actual dandruff, probably the System Professional um, Purify and Champealing range is really the only ones that we have because it's not overly common. We just There's yeah. not a lot of them out there probably more common to have to be sent to the pharmacy to get your lungs that's true Mm. so let's just touch base on is pharmacy supermarket shampoo or that is a gray area pharmacies certainly have supermarket branded shampoo in them yeah but they also do have like medical grade shampoos for things like this So for psoriasis, for dandruff, that sort of thing, you're probably going to be, if you speak to a dermatologist, they're going to send you to a a pharmacy rather than to the hairdresser to get something. Well, yeah, that's exactly like psoriasis, very common. Obviously, you can get it anywhere, but on your head. And we really can't do anything about it. Like We don't have anything, but yeah, that's when you obviously have to go elsewhere for a shampoo. So the most common ones you would probably have heard about the brands, and I'm going to touch on these because they all have specific things that you have to be concerned about. And it's important they have the right information because even though these are not things that we sell and we are not dermatologists and we don't know everything about scalp conditions, we do know about the interactions between your shampoos and things you put on your hair and what you do with your color Mm. and your cut and that sort of thing. So it's really important that you have a little bit of info about them. And like what? So if you wanted to color your hair and get rid of your dandruff, are these the ones you should avoid? Um, Not necessarily, but these are probably the most common ones. So if you are using these, please let your hairdresser know. It's very important that we know this. And I will tell you a story about this later. (laughs) Why it's really important. So probably the most popular one that that is recommended is one called Nizoral. Its main ingredient is called ketoconazole, which is an antifungal. Very effective. 
it in the dosage that they use in there is probably the most effective way of getting rid of it. It seems to be really good. The zinc perithian, lovely, gentle. It can be effective if you don't have particularly severe dandruff, but if you've got really full-on dandruff, you're gonna probably going to be seeing a dermatologist, and that is what dermatologists will recommend to you. It's the most common one. The great thing about that is that it doesn't interact with your colors as far as I'm aware. We haven't had any issues with anybody using that. It doesn't seem to really be any problems. It stinks. But, <laughs> you, you know, if you use it once a week in com- co- combination with your regular shampoo and conditioner, totally fine. You're not going to have any huge issues. Uh, it just won't leave your hair feeling particularly nice. So you do have to use it in combo with somebody else. So yeah. it's something else. Once it's under control, you should probably, you know, accord, speak to your dermatologist about what they mm-hmm. recommend. But we recommend that you also mix it up with your other shampoo so that your hair is in good condition. And is it something that if you have dandruff, it'll keep coming back? It or, can. Yeah. yeah, because that, like, fungus is in, on your body and you're more likely, I guess, if you're more prone to it, you're going to have more, more on your body, I guess. Um, I guess it's, like, people who are prone to getting colds you know some people are just more likely to get colds than others some people are just more likely to get dandruff than others which is very sad Mm. the other one that's really common is the as a neutrogena one tea gel Uh oh my god what color bottle it's in a brown bottle and it's brown because it uses pine tar as its main ingredient yeah which is also antifungal and an antiseptic which means it's to promote skin healing so it's another one that's really um, highly recommended by dermatologists so those two the tea gel and the nizoral would be the two that you would be most recommended if you spoke to a dermatologist as far as i'm aware obviously dermatologists out there if i've got this info wrong please let me know (laughs) but as far as my information has gone and like from what i've spoken to about people they're the two main ones that you will get recommended they're both fine pine tar is really smelly and again it leaves your hair feeling pretty gross so you definitely have to mix it up with a good professional shampoo to keep your hair looking nice but you know not everybody wants their hair to smell like pine tar um doesn't sound very it doesn't um the only thing with those two things you do have to be careful if you're breastfeeding or pregnant they don't recommend them because they can be toxic in high levels and they don't want to risk it so just be careful and make sure you speak to your healthcare professional before using one of those if you are concerned about anything Mm -hmm. which leads me to my least favorite thing and that is selsun so have you heard of selsun no really Oh, God. Like, my grandpa used to use it, and it's this very, like, strong-smelling, and it used to be, like, Selsun Blue, and it came out as a kind of, like, blue chalk. Wait, but did that one come in a yellow bottle? It is Selsun Gold as well. Oh, I feel like my dad uses that. Yeah, it's, like, really popular with the old men. It's, like, oh. they all, like, oh, we've got dander if we need to use the Selsun, so... I don't know what it's called, but, yeah, that's bringing back some men. Yes, yeah, the smell. It's very, like, the old man It's, like, Old Spice, but hair shampoo. Yeah. Yeah, really intense. Its main ingredient is selenium, which is um, metal. When it is selenium sulfide, so it's in a like solution so mm-hmm. that you can put it in there. It's an antifungal, but it also softens and thins the keratin. So you can like clear that skin, those dead skin scales, cells a lot faster mm-hmm. because it's softening them and clearing them. The problem with this product, so which is why I do not recommend using this if you are ever wanting to lighten your hair. If you ever want to lighten your hair, 
never use Selsun Blue because little known fact probably for everybody out there is that metals and bleach are not friends. Yes. If you've ever used like a henna, which is like a, a metal based, um, like a metallic color, natural yeah. kind of color, metal based, and you've ever seen someone bleach over the top, that's true. Over, the is always about mm-hmm. that. It like puffs up. It gets really hot. It feels like you're gonna like your hair's gonna be on fire. It often when you open it up, it goes like green or some really weird color. And it's the metals with the basulfates in the bleaches that are interacting together, and they are not friends. The chemical reaction is not ideal, and your hair, your poor hair, gets caught in the crossfire of that. Not ideal. So with Selsun, the same thing happens. And because it is a shampoo, it does leave a little bit of residue on your scalp because that's what it's Mm. there for, is to try and treat those scalp issues. And again, being a shampoo, it will leave residue on your ends. And now I know about this shampoo and being an issue is because not that long ago, uh, I melted a girl's hair off. Yes. Oh, so did you find out that that's what she was using? That's what she was using. And why? How did that come out? Well, I... I spoke to her about it. So this lovely girl who had only had like one bleach and it had been a year before. So absolute perfect canvas for bleaching. Yeah. We are like, yep, huge amount of regrowth. Not going to overlap much. It's really great. Um, She's looking after her hair. Hadn't used any weird products. And I was like, are you using any new shampoo? She's like, no, nothing. I can't really remember like something, but I don't know what it is. And I was like, okay, no problem. And I'd never heard about this issue with Selsa either. But since I have Googled it, and there are a few lawsuits in the US um, afoot for people who have had this happen to their hair. Yeah, and so it it caused a chemical chemical reaction. So the residue from that shampoo caused a chemical reaction with the bleach. So in any spot where there had previously been bleaches, where the hair is already a little bit more fragile, it snapped. It got really hot. It puffed up. We had to rinse it really quickly. We ended up, the hair was saved. It looked really great in the end. We got sent home with a lot of really beautiful products to make the hair really nice. And it looked great in the end. So happy ending, guys. So don't be too scared. But it is super, super important that if you have used this product in like the last six months that you let your hairdresser know. Because, and if you want to lighten your hair. Because it is really hectic. That is actually insane. Mm, it was really full on. So public service announcement. Please do not use Selsun Blue if you want to, or Selsun Gold if you want to use um, any bleach in your hair at any time because they are not friends. The chemical reaction is really crazy and you absolutely will break your hair off and there is nothing we can do about it. So the only thing we can say is don't do it. And yeah, be honest. And be honest yeah. because you, we can kind of cleanse your hair beforehand to make sure that you, we've got all the residue away and you don't have any like metals in your hair but if you've been using it so it's highly effective against dandruff yeah. but do keep that in mind if you want to color your hair and again like all the others your hair is not going to be left in the greatest condition because these are medical grade shampoos um they are not designed to make your hair feel pretty they are designed to, to, <laughs> to treat fungus on your scalp. So please only use a dandruff shampoo if you have dandruff. Yeah. Please speak to your dermatologist or your doctor before you use one of these. Don't just go over the counter and get one. Make sure it's something that you need first. Or speak to your hairdresser because they'll be able to tell you if it is 
something more like that and it's worth going to get check out or whether it's just dry scalp because we can recognize them we just don't have anything to treat them and we'd prefer yeah. that if you can if you go and see a, a medical professional to treat that but you know for dry scalp and minor scalp issues like we've got plenty of things that we can recommend mm. that are like more gentle and can look after your hair at the same time so that's the uh that's the this isn't a fun one guys i'm really sorry not not very <laughs> it exciting it took it oh my god it took a dark turn it so. did it looked really lovely recognize the signs recognize the signs yes so you know we're here to help you out sometimes it's not as fun but we want you to have the best hair you can possibly have really? and the best scalp that you possibly have so you know we're here please talk to us about it and we can send you in the right direction but also please be honest <laughs> that's the that's the moral of this story if you want to follow us for some like more fun content where we do some really great like styling and you can see what hair we've, up, we've been up to and all our favorite products you can follow us at bark hair on instagram tiktok facebook youtube we have a website barkhair.com.au and that's b-a-c-h and you can also email us at barkhairpodcast at gmail.com to ask us any questions or give us any feedback and you should make sure to also follow or subscribe i should say to the podcast so you don't miss any of our episodes and we've got a fun one coming up next time so stay tuned stay tuned um, we'll see you again then For listening to the snippet the snippet is hosted and produced by sarah mckay and ashley lucky for bark hair recording editing mixing and sound by sarah mckay the snippet theme song is by jock mckay for more episodes find us on apple podcasts iHeartRadio, or the acast app for more about bark hair or to make an appointment head to barkhair.com.au see you next time Thank you.